0: welcome to the show what's going on not much oh my poor voice you'll make
1: it I will make <laughs> it um yeah lost my voice of course right before we came on this trip because mm-hmm. we're in San Francisco
0: we are in San Francisco very exciting
1: yeah. um yeah I'll make it we got this luckily yeah. we don't have to do a lot of talking today we have lots of much. special guests we have with, friends us today. with us
2: today yes we
1: do Um, So I guess we'll let everybody go around and introduce themselves and why we're in San Francisco because we've been very excited and talking it up for quite a while.
3: So my name is Rob Kaplan. I'm with Topper Jewelers. And if we're going to be technical, we are very close to San Francisco in the sense that SFO is in San Francisco, though it's on the peninsula. We are in Burlingame, California.
1: Burlingame.
3: The home of world timers if you're wearing a nomos glasuta and you need to know the pacific time zone absolutely and you look at the topper edition zurich world timer we are in burlingame california would that be that
1: that world timer that cat is wearing right now
3: that is yeah this it thing is.
0: is is amazing it's beautiful i love it absolutely love it yeah you guys did a really good job with
3: that one well welcome to burlingame
0: thank yeah thank you
4: uh my name is chad Sagris. i'm the head of Laco watches in the united states of america and canada Along with uh, director of distribution for Watch Gang. I've been here for a while now with Laco.
1: That yeah. sounds like a whole lot of work, Ronnie.
4: Yes. Yeah. We, we have several other brands as well that we distribute awesome. and
5: work with. Hello, everybody. My name is Sebastian, and I'm the head of sales of Laco since three years. And I'm happy to be here in San Francisco, um, yes. Berlin, good
3: in burlingame Burling. Burling. Burling.
0: Burling. if, if we're being technical yes, we're being technical uh, burlingame california
1: well what,
3: what? is uh, being on a podcast with watch lovers of her not splitting hairs right? exactly so, <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs>
2: no? well
0: welcome you guys to our show we're so happy that you guys are joining us today and we're very excited to uh, tell our listeners what's, what's happening and why we're here and, and what's going on.
1: Uh, we don't even really know why we we're actually, here we or what's going on. We here. haven't
0: right. even seen this watch yet. Right. Uh, well, we so know much hot,
1: right?
3: Right. So, the first thing I think is important to bring up is I'm sure that some of your listeners are saying, well, wait a second who are familiar with our store, Topper doesn't sell Laco, So what's going on with Topper and Laco sitting here in your podcast talking about um, a collaboration, which is what we're talking about? And um, you're right, we don't, at least not yet. Um, but we've been fans of the brand for, for a while. We think that they make some of the finest uh, German pilot watches at really portable Agreed. prices um, that exist. And we decided, like right before the time of Basel that we were going to try to do a special project. And rather than announce the brand, we just figured it would be really exciting to just work on the project and start with a project, which is something we've never done before. So... Um, we're really excited about uh what we're going to be showing uh at our, our launch event tomorrow yes. where we're hosting a, a watch the bay event um that our friend OT who's sitting over over there o. T. is uh in
1: the house
3: that's right rank sorin if you will
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we tried to clarify this instagram <laughs> handle earlier uh it's quite quite difficult to talk about but yeah that's yes. uh I guess we'll have Ot yeah, so introduce he'll be, he'll, himself. He'll, yeah, formally. he'll be introducing okay. himself
3: and talking about Watch the Bay yeah, a little later. Absolutely, Yeah, for sure. But we're really excited about what we made.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. You guys have absolutely killed collaborations for a long time. Like your collaborations have to be some of my more favorite uh, that have come out recently. So well, thank uh, you. I'm, and you guys have been talking about this watch. The whole day, and you right. refuse to let us see it. It's right. still we, just sitting over well, there. Yeah, and we can see it. We, we, you, coming. Yeah, you're going to see it soon. anticipation has been built right. There's you know a it. little bit of it. Sebastian uh, hasn't been here hidden. all day right. to know that they've just talked right. about it all day long and won't show us this watch.
5: But since we started the project, it was a strictly confidential project. So it was hard because we were like really eagerly wanting to to, to promote this and and tell everybody what we are doing and what we are up to. And now we are here and happy to announce it soon and and present this collaboration with Topper. And we are very pleased from Larkl to be able to to do this um, collaboration since they did, like, very successful collaborations before. Yeah. So we are For very, sure. very excited and thankful to be here. Well,
1: and I think, so a lot of our listeners are a little bit more familiar with Rob and Topper Jewelers, but what about with LACO? So Laco's, I've noticed their presence in the United States kind of increasing over the last few years. Right. Um, but so what are, what's some of the history about LACO, and, and uh, how did you guys get kind of caught up with Rob?
5: So you're right. We're getting steam. So Larko is a brand since 1925. So we are are mostly famous for making the pilot watches for the German pilots or Luftwaffe in the old days. And we can still proudly say that we are the most original aviation watch these days. So that means we um, produce the watches underneath the same specifications how they used to do it. With straight locks and a great um, price value ratio. Um, and yeah we met for the very first time Rob actually at the Basel world and then he came up with this great idea and he hooked me up with this with this idea and this challenging idea of 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 blued, uh, indices um thermally indices so
1: I uh, see we've heard that there is a challenge but we don't we, oh, we right. about this not Oh right it
5: was quite challenging I think Rob right. can tell you about this challenging project <laughs> right. a bit more than than
3: me <laughs> So um what I've noticed is that the watch industry loves heat-blued hands, but some of my favorite watches also have um, blued indices. But I've never seen anybody do one where they actually thermal-blued the indices to match the hands. No one has ever really blued indices. And so that was the challenge, um, was Chad um, approached us about being a dealer, and I said... Well, what we really want to see is a white dial pilot watch with heat blue indices. Um then uh, you know, Sebastian and I met, we realized some of our favorite watches, um not not LACO watches, but just watches period that have been sort of guiding stars in our limited editions were like the same watches. And we realized um that we have a very similar design aesthetic and that we thought that the two of us together could come up with something that would just be really original. There's no such thing really as truly original. I mean, they have three hands, they tell time. Right. I mean, you know, right. you're always sort of reinventing, you know, things that exist and you can never really do something that's totally unique. But we, we saw, I, I just saw this opportunity to work with LACO and um, they do amazing amazing complex um work with like like faux patina of cases and yeah um like the 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 rat like
4: the the radox uh, Radox. that we made last year and we do a lot of the herb shark models which is a hand-done patining process that takes over 30 days each piece is going to be 100 percent unique and coming back to this project with rob and toppers we at LACA we are saying yes we can do it cuz we do this and we do all these unique things and we don't mind taking on these projects that are out of the box before we even talk to our watchmakers and because our engineers
1: because the is very different we
4: just to we, color we, match. we met at Basel and we were sitting there and I said yes we can do this <laughs> yeah and I'm sure your without
5: thinking and knowing guys. what actually does
4: <laughs> because every time uh, Sebastian and I have gone back to our watchmakers with any challenge they've said Okay, we'll figure it out. And, you know, we've done unique pieces in the last year twice or three times that are just outside of the box. We made the uh, Radox with Ariel Adams that was Mm -hmm. just outside of any realm of any watch based off of the Fallout universe. And then we also came into Rob with this project and we're like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And um, six months later, we found out it was a lot more difficult to produce than what we originally, and there's a reason why. So, um, before we get to
3: that, I think it's important to say, like, you know, what's the point? Like, why would we even want to do heat balloon indices? And I think the reason is because of the dynamic range you get with properly, you know, heat-blued steel, where in certain, like, low light, it almost takes on a blackish tone.
1: I agree. And
3: if the light hits it, like, just for a second, you get this, like, vibrant flash of color. And then you turn, like, the watch just a little bit, and then that vibrant color, it, like, goes away. And so to me, like, the most interesting watches are the ones that are, like, the person who buys it, gets to have, like, an interactive experience with it. So yeah. it's, like, dynamic. And they try to capture it on Instagram. I mean, you know, it's something that's really fun to, to get to experience. It's and frustrating and trying to capture yeah. it. Yeah. And, it's, and so it, this just seemed like something that people would really enjoy and is apparently really hard to, to, to make. Yes, um, right. The idea of, you know, being able to evenly heat it. All, all across. Yeah. Um. And indices are really, especially the indices you're about to see, are really three dimensional, and so it getting them to be blue. So not
1: only did you try and color match hands to indices, but then you made dimensional indices. That's between all twelve indices. I really need to see this
4: (laughs) watch. Y'all are killing me. You can uh, before you see the watch, you can just see these are reject indices because. For every one watch that we have to make, we have to make over 50 indices, and then we have to have someone sort through them and figure out which ones are the matching ones to which set of hands. This is this, and in order for this process to even happen, we had to go back to our dial suppliers and we had to go back to these people and say, Look, this doesn't, this is not good enough yet. And they had to figure out a new type of steel to use in order to make this project. They actually, We're lucky because the dial supplier actually felt like they were getting defeated at first and they actually came back to us and like, no, we are going to figure out how to do this. And this is, you can just see this is a piece of the steel, just to understand really the complexity of what we're talking about. It's something that when Rob told us that we thought it would be very simple. And then he even warned us in that meeting. He said, everyone else has said no. And I'm like, <laughs> come on. It can't be yeah, that hard, It can't right? be that hard. Yeah. So we then, three months later, came back to him. We're like, oh, so we haven't found the right person yet. And we've tested a few of them. And then we by two months after that, we got you your first sample. And that was about 50% of the way of yeah. what the final product ever came out to be. Yeah, the so. first
3: sample of the watch, and we'll show that to you under a loop, that was what I would refer to as a, a six-day-of-the-week watch. You could really enjoy it on every day but Macro Monday because oh, Monday. Um, the, the markers, uh, they looked really good when you looked at it from afar, but if you yeah. really looked close up, you'd see really uneven color streaks. Um, and that was before uh, they landed on the ultimate steel that that the alloy that was chosen. Wow! Um, so. But I feel like
1: that says a lot about your attention to detail when it comes to these limited editions. Because your name is—I uh, mean, just as much as Lacco is on there, yeah, your name is attached. to it as well.
3: So, like, I—I I, I was that like we die a little bit every time we see any prototype and i like get really like concerned you know that it's going to be as good as it could be yeah. we're never in even the watches we've made we we always have panicked aspects of all of them but this was beyond that this was this wasn't just me being anxious about an element this was You know, when I saw it, Mm -hmm. you could see that you could see it was close, and that you know, if we just they just kept working on it, Mm -hmm. they'd they'd
4: ultimately get it. We need the extra eight to twelve weeks to make sure that we got the product that we were happy with, Mm -hmm. because um, the first prototype sample went directly to Topper, and I never saw it. And he then I'm in LA. He forwarded it overnight Mm -hmm. to me. And without even saying anything, I was just like, yep, this can be better. And that's where it came down to, we got it better. And we had to work very hard. And I'm sure that our basically half of the team at LACO in Germany has been very stressed out about this for the last eight weeks. And uh, Sebastian's been doing a very good job at motivating them to uh, (laughs) continue on this endeavor, even though they did think that you were getting a little bit crazy on the end. But it definitely pays off because it sets a new level in something that is so simple but complex. Mm -hmm. And I think with watchmaking, that's what it really comes down to is how do you perfect something that's already perfect and Mm -hmm. then keep pushing that forward and forward and forward. And I think that Rob's vision on this watch really changes something that's never been done. So, By the way, it wouldn't
3: surprise me if somebody's done this before or played with it or it exists in some high-end level. But I do know this. um, I've asked people like James Lambden of Analog Shift, have you ever seen anyone do this? Mm -hmm. And he says he's never seen it. I've asked... I've asked, Ilya, if, you know, Worn and Wound, have, have you seen it? I've asked, you know, people work for Blog to Watch. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me if somebody comes out of the, the woodwork and is like, uh, wait, we did this a few years ago and nobody knows. And great, more, more power to them. I mean, we're, we're just so excited to bring something new.
0: Yeah, you should be. Yeah, we're excited.
3: Yeah. So, do you want to see the watch? Yes,
1: please. <laughs> <the watch. laughs> <laughs>
5: In addition, we had to work also on a nice white, crisp.
1: I was ask Dial. Yeah. So, what is so that dial? was also
5: the combination of the right. blue thermochron indices right. and the crisp white dial, and um, yeah, that right. was that was a nice and I personally love white uh, watches, so for me it right. was like a very very. So, great
3: project so some stores um in their limiteds exclusively define themselves by one color and we don't want to ever do that however there is one color scheme that i really want to be sort of thought of as a signature not the signature but a Mm -hmm. signature color of topper um and that's white and blue yeah so we love that here you guys go here it
1: is that is
0: really gorgeous
3: Nothing is as captivating on radio as visually looking at something. We're like yeah.
0: ooing and awing on here.
3: Yeah, so no, this is beautiful. So, what you're seeing are tr- traditional Flieger hands. You're seeing um, what we did was we wanted it to have um, a lot of loom and to have powerful loom. My, my favorite loom is not C3, which has a greenish hue. And I don't think C3 looks very good. Um, on Wyatt, but it's BG it's BGW nine, which we think is ideal loom. And there are twelve Arabic numbers that are inset and then that allows for the those steel hour markers to just, you know, have have their space and have it not look crowded.
0: That really is phenomenal. Yeah. It's absolutely clean.
3: It's
4: very sophisticated, but very clean. Um,
1: Which I feel like is a very German design in general. Um,
5: Very German design. German-American design because it wasn't a collaboration. (laughs)
0: Right, definitely a collaboration, for sure. Even even the cases, I love those little polished beveled edges that you guys got on there, too. Man. That's
5: a t- attention to the detail, but yeah. that was also the requirements with, with Topper Jewelry, and I think this fitted from the beginning
3: very good together. It's a yeah. good size too. It's I think it's the biggest limited. Well, we did actually we did a forty three millimeter Vermont, but after that, that was the first one. That was two thousand fifteen. That in the Nomos, but this is the biggest watch we, we've done. What is um, it's 40, half.
5: Exactly, 42 and a half. That goes but really through really the good. curved lugs, yeah. it's actually a good um, um, yeah. fit on, yeah. and on and the twenty two yeah. millimeter yeah. I mean, band.
0: Even even for me as a lady, like that wears really good
4: because right, of the yeah. curved lugs, and yeah. it it really goes with the Laco heritage, as we are known for big watches being Mm -hmm. pilot watches, you know, we we made the 55 millimeter pilot watches, which, you know, even Arnold Schwarzenegger wears nowadays. It's so tends, Laco tends to be a larger watch company. Mm -hmm. So this still with the slim profile and the curved lugs makes it feel more smaller, Mm -hmm. but at the same time goes with the heritage of LACO of what we kind of have been building for almost 100 years. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, that only makes sense, yeah.
4: Especially
5: with the hand-winding movement Mm -hmm. because they used also in the old days hand-winding movements as the Unitas 6498. Well decorated um, in house in Germany, it's so beautiful. Blue it really screws.
1: the blue is gorgeous. So I'm just sitting here, kind of playing with it in the light, and it it's good. Like the blue steel is, I mean, it's perfect.
4: Catches you, yeah. <laughs> it, great it really it, in the daytime when you're out in the sun. Oh, it's great. gonna. It, it just changes throughout wherever you are yeah. actually the first time i saw this watch three weeks ago in person because again it was sent to your store prior to me seeing it yeah because of timelining. Right. and he goes oh go wear it outside and it's just like wow yeah it really catches the
3: eye and all the zoolander puns they're just waiting to be made
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the blue steel <laughs>
1: that oh, should be your great. marketing campaign yeah that that's should me.
3: be <laughs> i don't know i don't know if uh, ben stiller's litigious or not <laughs>
1: up before we start
3: He's, uh, be- uh, people can hashtag well, it, name it blue yeah steel. people can hashtag
0: yeah, we'll it yeah
3: maybe people will K- caitlin pose in their blue steel faces
0: maybe caitlin pose <laughs> sorry it's, fine. it's totally it's close fine. um sebastian by curiosity how big is your team there in germany
5: So we have uh, right now 21 persons, but mostly of them are working as as watchmakers. So Ah. usually you have like more people working in the office, but for us, it's like more the manufacturer. Yeah, Uh, it's more important. So we have like more technical uh, persons than salespersons and, and marketing people.
4: Very so cool. right now, 21 nice. pe- people.
1: This is really gorgeous. And like, they're still
4: in get... the original town. Yeah, we are oh, really? still in the down center
5: down. of Pforzheim. It's the so-called gold city in Germany. So where okay. they invited also the white gold in the wow. old days. And they have like f- famous um, jewelries. Also their chupar, um came from Pforzheim.
3: Wow. It's the, it's the dial capital of Germany, too. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, really? the dial cap- um, capital as well, yeah.
1: Interesting. Very Very interesting. I'm very surprised actually to hear like how small your team is. I don't know. I expected it because you guys do like a lot of really great products. I Mm -hmm. guess I expected that's why we have more watchmaker and
4: technical people than salespeople. Keeping into that that we, we keep our collection very clean. We don't have too many SKUs. Right. But we really focus on what we're good at. And that's going towards the Fleegers. Yeah. So the marketing comes naturally for it because you have
1: the history. We have there. the history. Yeah, that's you know, all you mean. We're
4: really. one of the original five. Yeah. Ugh. Flieger watch companies. And so. you keep
1: true to that history. I think that that's really important. You see a lot of brands, I feel like, that have rich history, and then they step away from it to try and do something different. But even looking through your catalog, looking through your collection, it stays very true. There's nothing you know, crazy out of the box that just doesn't make sense for, for who you guys are.
5: Right. We try to, to stick to our heritage and to our DNA yeah. and develop all our products on based on, on, on our DNA. Yeah, they're not
3: afraid to... Uh Throw, throw, their, throw their DNA into a video game world. I
4: think that that comes from the <laughs> yeah. from the um, from the American side of the company. No. <laughs>
5: No, I think always you have to invent yourself new, you, especially in these times. So, and I think like Agreed. you shouldn't close your eyes for like a huge community of gamers. And I think no- nobody did it before, like especially with the Redox um, collaboration. Yeah. And um, also the next step with the Topper collaboration, it's yeah. like for me personally, it's like a beautiful piece of art um, mm-hmm. and, and masterpiece of art of, of from LARC, to be honest.
4: Yeah. It was a very fun project, and Matt Smith and Ariel Adams did a very, very good job Mm -hmm, at creating something. And the thing was that when Ariel and Matt first asked me about making a collaboration on that watch, they're like, okay, sit down first, because you're never going to quite understand what I'm going to say. And I'm (laughs) like, I get it. And I was like, you're right. No one, Everyone in the watch industry goes for the basically... Yachting, mountain climbing, horse riding. And this is totally outside the box. And the only thing I said to them, if we're going to do it, we have to do it all the way. And we have to do it correct. Mm -hmm. And that started off with the packaging all the way through to the end product, getting it exactly the same. And exactly looking the way that we wanted. Just like with this new Topper edition, it was... It's if unless it's done all the way right, mm-hmm. it's not it's not worth doing. Exactly. So unless the white of the dial and the the way that it was gonna look would be right, it wasn't worth doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we went through around twenty five straps before we mm-hmm. figured out which strap we were gonna use. Yeah, um, we what's were, on it right now what, is that this is gonna be the, the strap. The okay. strap. Um, we debated on. Whether leaving it because the white was so pure and good to leave it as a sterile dial versus a non-sterile dial and really focus on the blue.
3: Here's an earlier sterile dial, if you want to take a look at it. Um, One of the reasons we went against the sterile dial is because the white dial is pretty expansive. And we felt like there was just too much open space and we wanted it to be a little bit more balanced mm-hmm. so that your eyes would be more drawn to the markers where if we left it open, I feel like your eyes would have been drawn to the openness.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. I, I definitely, definitely agree. yeah, I prefer the logo. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful logo too.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's very clean. I absolutely love it. Also, this loom like, is so good. Yeah, so good. It,
3: it's not just that it's BGW nine. Um, one of the things that we really went for was we were trying to get sort of different layers of height with the yeah. piece, so that it wouldn't. Since the markers are so three dimensional, they're probably they're about a millimeter and a half high, probably. Um, so we didn't want there to be like a big drastic step. Between a flat dial and those markers, so it's it's almost like maxi loom in that there's a real three dimensional aspect to the loom and those Arabic markers.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It was uh, I was actually pretty surprised by it.
3: You can see also in this prototype, in this sterile prototype, that's before the looms put in, and you can see how the markers look sort of out of place when you look at that flatness of of the dial. Yep.
0: Yeah,
1: I definitely agree. No, it's fun and I every little detail I yeah, think has Laca. has been well throughout
3: thank you LACA was wonderful to work with and they really I feel like they trusted us mm-hmm. in our you know vision of making this watch and we're just really grateful that you know the, the most fun part of this industry is trying to make something that you hope people will enjoy and then getting to watch as people enjoy it. Um, That is the final strap on the watch, but it's a 22 millimeter strap. And we imagine that will be, that strap will, probably by half of the people who buy it, they'll probably put it away and personalize it and, oh, this and make it a their own. This is strap
1: monster yeah. for sure.
3: Some people will try to pop the blue in different ways. Other people yeah. will accent the white. There's just a lot of fun ways to wear that watch.
1: There is. And I think the color combination is perfect. Um, I agree with blue steel like against a bright white background. It, it's the best way to do it to really it pick it up it on really, the steel. really,
4: really really pop. And this was the original strap color that we were going to do on this uh, prototype and the, I just found that this strap color made it not contrast the way that the blue contrast on the darker yeah. colored strap. And th- Rob was like, "This is the strap I want." And I said, without even knowing anything more, I said, "Yep." I looked at a picture. I started doing all my research, and I actually called Laco an hour later, and I found the German strap manufacturer that I wanted that strap from. And I said, "This is the strap we're going to use." And he goes, "Okay."
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it. I like white stitching in the strap, for sure. I think yeah, it, it all really makes in the, very know. well, for sure. So how many are there going to be of this limited edition, Rob? A hundred. A hundred, okay. Only a hundred. A hundred. Only only a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is how I wound up with... With the stove, mm-hmm. but think oh
4: about how many indices we have to make to make that that's, 100 that's a hundred watches. So let's, yeah, let's
1: talk about the failure rate because blue steel is so difficult to work with, um, and matching all of these indices.
4: So our our manufacturer is saying it's about fifty made indices per one watch dial. Wow. Oh my god! So we're talking a hundred watt. It's it's pretty high. Yeah, um, for sure. I imagine that when they are using the the old steel prior to them we had the new steel, it was a lot higher, so and it's just also making sure that all the indices are the same and then match with everyone on that dial so one indice might not be right, and then they have to make a new one
0: okay yeah.
4: Sebastian, you've been talking a lot with the suppliers of the industry. Of course, I was like, like through the half of anymore. the
5: project. I was so nervous. I was like almost close to to say to Rob, maybe it's not possible to do it. But then we had a sit-in actually again with the with the um, supplier, and then he was like by the end a very a very enthusiastic that he will be able to make it happen. And then he played around with the steel material, and then we are, were lucky to see the um, first sample where it fits perfectly from the, from the color and then we shipped it uh, right away to Rob and then I got a go from him very very soon and I was very happy to be honest after this long time and pushing this project to make
4: it happen. I think about 12 weeks ago Sebastian called me up on a Friday and he says I don't think we can make this watch but give me until Tuesday to confirm <laughs> he's like don't say anything and and I was like okay I'm like push it I'm like I'm sure you can figure it out And then, like Monday morning, he's like, okay, they said that we can do it. And I was like, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. No,
1: this is, I mean, there's obviously a reason a lot of people don't do it, but this is, it works very well. I think everything on this watch works. And I'm a sucker for white dials, Mm -hmm. like big time. So this works exceedingly well, for sure. You guys killed it.
3: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Because y'all have been
1: talking it up all day, and I was really (laughs) worried. That it was gonna go down. <laughs> well, but no, this is good. I mean, not worried because that, you guys. I was gonna say, yeah, everything. not not with yeah. Rob's name on but it. No, no, this is this is phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, so do you guys? Y'all have done a couple of collaborations then in the past. You did with a Block to watch, and then
4: uh, we did with the uh, German uh, Watch Time magazine. Oh, very cool. Um, we've done a few other smaller collaborations. Uh, we did this this summer. We did a one of our affordable models. We did a taupe limited edition with I our love. We talked Oscars. about that on the show. Yeah, yeah. They, you know that was a a big big success. That was uh, through Watch Gang and the German distributors, and mm-hmm. that did very well and. I think we're going to be doing a lot more in the next coming year, hopefully, with some other uh, people, along with doing another one with Rob. Because another one, another with Rob? Rob, maybe yeah. we'll you never, see. Know. You never know. <laughs> 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 never know. I do have a, I do have a, a, an interesting idea that uh, maybe I'll uh, share with Rob, and he might he might he might like it.
3: <laughs> well, good. I'm all for interesting ideas. Um, I'm just excited to bring this um, and announce it uh, tomorrow
1: tomorrow I yes
3: we all I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. so, um, <laughs> it's going to be a big hit and look at the reactions so so, um, so let's talk about um, how we've launched our last three watches yeah. we've laun- how we launched our Zodiac how we launched uh, the Topper Ninja uh, yes and uh, we, we've launched them with another man in this room uh, who will hopefully say hello hi
6: everyone
1: hi do you want to introduce yourself <laughs> as what, random people hand? don't
6: recognize my voice no, Maybe, no. no <laughs> your voice has not been on
1: the air for a little while that so is true fair
6: hey this is ot um hi ot yeah thanks for having me everyone this has yeah. been really fascinating to listen to and yeah this this Laco is is awesome i i got to play around and take some photos of it earlier today outside and it, it really just plays with the light incredibly well. Um the those blue indices just pop and I was showing Cat a photo I took earlier and you can I'd really guess. see them. Um yeah, I can't wait for everyone to see it and get their hands on it. And OT of
3: course was around for the anxious summer days when I'm like Yes, I was this isn't happening. okay. Um, <laughs> no, i No, <told> not But you. <laughs> like 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 he like he had. OT has been my friend since the the first Topper Limited, the Topper Tangente mm-hmm. came out and he's he's seen my angst for every every single one of these things that, have, that have come out. And he's always, always been a great friend and supportive.
6: So. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Rob's angst is just, at the end of the day, it's just really productive. Because oh, no, like like sure. you noted earlier, the attention to detail yeah. is is amazing. And it just pushes everyone to, to make the product the best that it can be. Right. And so, I mean, you see it with this, with a process that whether or not it's been done before, it, it's just really hard to do.
1: Right. Agreed. No, it's absolutely phenomenal. And so you are with Watch the Bay Meetups.
6: Yes, Um, so I started a Bay Area meetup group, God, like three years ago, four years ago. just because you know i this hot let me take a step back this hobby can be very lonely sometimes yes and it's incredible to see people meet other watch lovers because there's just this instant connection and passion and excitement in the conversations that happen and so i started the or rather i put an idea out there to see if people wanted to meet up and so we had our first event per se which was basically just 10 people at a random restaurant and i guess people had enough fun that they came back to the next event which was at topper um and then we had more events more events more events and the the group kind of just grew from 10 people to almost 200 people now um but one thing that kept resonating with the group was topper uh topper jewelers for those who know in the Bay Area, is very central. You know, No matter where you live, it's really easy to get to. But it's also a really welcoming, you know, family-owned store that puts, I guess, puts the community first. And before even meeting Rob, and a lot of people will know this, you know, Topper sponsors a lot of the watch forums, um, regardless of, you know, whether people are buying anything. And that really comes across when you go visit Topper. I don't know if you guys had the same feeling today. Like you, mm-hmm. you really walk into like a quote unquote mom and pop shop, Agreed. except they don't sell mom and pop shop stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and so it's, that was my my first interaction with Rob when my I my mom him. is 82 years old and, and she still works 15 yeah, 20 hours. She's a week. there. She's impressive. She'll yeah. probably be yeah. there tomorrow.
3: She, she might not because she's been a little under the weather. Oh. But hopefully, hopefully she'll she'll make an appearance.
6: And so, so we've just been for every meetup that we did at Topper, we we were just welcomed with open arms. And so at some point, Rob and I um, decided, well, why don't we just kind of formalize this a little bit? And so I started um, Watch the Bay as a more, I guess, formal entity for people, but mostly to give people a one-stop shop to find things about these meetups. It used to be that I just post them on like Reddit or Instagram, but now there's a Watch the Bay. Instagram account and a website and you know a huge community that is has been incredibly supportive and shares these events like you have you guys have been and so people now have a better place that they can find out everything that we're doing in the Bay Area Um, and then in working with Rob it's just been amazing to have a place that we we don't have to even think about where we're going to host the meetup because you know Rob and and the the Topper family has just been so welcoming, and then like I said, it's it's just awesome to to be central and have access to some of the brands that you know Topper works with, like Laco and others, that we get to do these really cool events with.
3: Yeah, I think um, I think the community aspect of it has been you know a, a huge part of what's made you know Topper Topper, and uh, I think that our role, in addition to trying to create. Uh, trying to curate timepieces and trying to create, you know, with partners like Laco, things that are original. It's to create experiences that are really enjoyable, and we find that you know it, it's it's just wonderful that so many people have been able to become you know friends from go hang out, do their own thing, having having met in the store. I mm-hmm. mean, where I mean the, the community aspect of it has been really you know that's that's one of the things that I think I'm I'm proudest of as I think back on the last five years. Yeah. yeah
0: we were messaged a ton before coming out just people saying you guys are going to love it the people there are so kind there's no snobbery um, just people that were very very proud to be well, that's part not of really, this group
3: that's not really true because we are incredibly snobby <laughs> about the fact that we're not snobby <laughs> which may make us the most pretentious of all people
2: <laughs>
3: but, I
0: was like where, is it, where are you going with that Rob? <laughs> but,
6: but I think you're right in that I think um, when you look at some other groups there's a certain element of 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 like i'll call it membership right, right. like you don't know where people are meeting up mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and there's very good reasons for that but i think when when i was looking at this group and then talking with rob and talking with other friends and you know other members of the community to get ideas because i mean this wasn't just me you know it was almost like a a group thinking to make this happen um i think the big thing was making it open right mm-hmm yeah topper also topper being a store is also a great way to just welcome anyone that walks into the store and allowing anyone to and i I like to say this i put it on the about page on the website but it was basically just come hang out with us because no one here will tell you to stop talking about watches like your Mm -hmm. wife or husband might (laughs) And so so this idea of community and fostering this this just get together and then developing friendships and and like Rob said it's incredible to see like we have a WhatsApp group that anyone in in our in the community can join and it's amazing to see like these other groups that have forked out like you know um you got we're we're having breakfast with with Bo tomorrow and so he started a group about what is it called? Gastrohology. Yeah, and so it's about oh, okay. things like to do with food and, and watches, yeah. right? And so they're they're having all these awesome meetups at restaurants and trying new food, and but it all stems from this shared passion for watches that yeah. is driving other things and other friendships and deeper connections. And I think that's just been the most incredibly rewarding thing out of all of it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think that the experiences you have and the people that you meet in the watch community mm-hmm. in general are. Some of the most amazing people that mm-hmm. I've met over the years, like have been through Watch Fam and, and meetups and things mm-hmm. like that. And what I love about the Watch Today, you guys are very consistent. And you, you guys have meetups all the time at <laughs> Topper. Like y'all always well, have s- the the FOMO is real because you guys <laughs> tag us in everything, and we're just sitting <laughs> over there all the way in Nashville. Like, well,
6: well I, we got you out here. The, yeah, goodness, yeah. really good, well,
3: the good the good news is that we have a lot of brands and a lot of brands that have really interesting stories to tell Mm -hmm. at any given time. And we've been thrilled with the way that, you know, OT and I think about, you know, what would the community find interesting Mm -hmm. when we look at, you know what can we bring that maybe hasn't been done before like we had a grand seiko event recently and we're like let's bring a sword polisher let's I let's take let's take a, let's take a new so cool. let's take a new angle on what Zeratsu is like or mm-hmm. let's have an a, let's have a day about quartz watches people are like oh spring drive's great but it's mm-hmm. quartz but well, let's just celebrate the quartz aspect which is Incidentally, I genuinely think amazing in its own right. Mm-hmm. So we—that we was the first ever
6: quartz. The first day ever quartz ever been day. done before, as we found out later, right. <laughs> which was awesome.
3: Like we've, like Grand Se- <laughs> no one has ever wanted to have an event celebrating quartz, quartz Grand Seiko watches, wow. <laughs> yeah. and wow. so we had yeah. Roland, the Green Rager, He gave like a presentation about how those 9F quartz movements work. Yeah,
0: they're very amazing. Mm-hmm. Don't
3: you have you have the new uh, the blue one? I have the blue limited yeah, yeah, That's so. a addition, great yeah. watch. Yeah, so Very um, impressive. You know, there, there's um, it's been great We're trying to come up with events that are as interesting as possible.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the events have nothing to do with watches in a way because if you look back at, we did an event with Bremont around the launch of the movie Venom mm-hmm. because Tom Hardy in that movie wears his own watch which happens to be a Bremont watch. Right. and I think Bremont has a tie-in with the movie regardless, but... That's his own personal watch, and so we reached out to Bremer and said, "Hey, like, how cool would it be if we if we rented out a movie theater for? I think it was right right around the premiere, right for the launch or, of yeah event. Of, wow. of of uh, Venom, and just brought out the community. And so that was just another completely different type of event because nobody really spoke because we were yeah. Yeah. Uh, watching, watching a movie, a movie but <laughs> yeah. then we all went out after. But so yeah. it was just really cool to get these opportunities, yeah, and to bring to try and bring something different yeah. or something new.
0: That's a, that's awesome. Yeah.
6: I missed that on that we're one. We're not <laughs> yeah. Nobody
0: said us
1: that. Anybody.
6: Yeah. That was a lot of fun.
0: No, I think that that just speaks to, you know, like you said, you, your guys' community and, and brands want to work with you because right. of that. They they yeah. want to reach out. And um, earlier this year, the whole, you know, collaboration with Zodiac, I was in love with those watches. I'm were, still
1: in love yeah. with those I'm watches. wearing the Blue know, Rally I've, actually I've, right now. I'm it. sure you – all night long remember that's, your friend yeah the
2: <laughs>
0: Rally. we were we were a little obsessed with those for it's a
2: while it's like an
1: ex-boyfriend i go through my photos yeah. on my phone sometimes <laughs> and I, I remember the good times
6: like,
1: <laughs> good weeks. i can't yeah. quite delete those photos yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good i absolutely love it
6: and so yeah. that that's been something really cool too in, in doing events with with rob is is doing launch events yeah. You know, where where we just tease it and we just say something's coming and we're gonna announce it on this day and, and you know, it's 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 awesome for topper, yeah, because there's there's a lot of buzz around the launch, mm-hmm. but it's amazing for the community because you get to be there for the mm-hmm. launch of a watch that in some shape or form is is brand new, right? Yeah. Like yeah. these zodiacs just I mean, hadn't been done since what, the fifties or something like that? So
3: Oh, so the like the rallies were I think late sixties, yeah, uh, 60s. early seven, early seventies designs. Yeah. or or uh,
6: this or this laco that, you know, people will see so, like those indices you guys talked about earlier that hasn't really been done either yeah. been done or been yeah. really publicly and, done yeah. before and it's, and it's, or announced you know, so that it yeah, was done yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, they did
4: and it's yeah. it's
3: it's really exciting and anxious and yeah. and scary just you put all this work into something and you're like and here it is yeah and here's the for ninja but it's <laughs> just so fun i mm-hmm. feel
1: like yeah. one of the cool things and we you guys touched with this at dinner was um you know, you tease these watches and you guys have built such a reputation. Everybody knows it's gonna be good and people are, are zooming in and adjusting the colors of the of the teaser. The teasers, I have no idea what those pictures were. Like yeah. they're well, so well
3: this was it, well- this will go live after the event yes. this is this is going to be the most imperceptible tease because we're not going to say ju- I mean we're a night before the launch when we're recording right. this mm-hmm. but we're, we're not going to say it's LACO until the moment we have a mic and yeah, just announce the watch. No, so we're not. We're just. We're just not going to say. Yeah, but
0: it says got, a lot. We're getting so many messages.
1: <laughs> <And we're> like, <laughs> what, what is that? Tell us what it is. <laughs> we're like, we don't know. But again, it says a lot as yeah. to like the quality of the of the collaboration right. that people are so excited, so curious to see what's going on. Yeah, that
0: they're like. I don't
1: yeah, know, it's
3: yeah, crazy. I can't wait to see. Um, I can't wait to see people's reactions to this one.
0: It's beautiful, and and to me, it's also a piece that that stands out in Lacco's current collection yeah. um you guys don't have anything like this right now and and uh, it's, it's a unique piece yeah for absolutely that. and
4: the, it's we're trying to figure out ways to stand out mm-hmm. yeah in a crowd of uh, pilot watches to have our own identity and i think doing these small limited editions that are outside the box of normal really help lacco as a brand take its own place you know because I think that um, being that all the other Flieger brands kind of have their own thing, like IWC has had that, and they kind of were having the same heritage as Laco, But this is really going to put Laco back on the map, especially in North America, of mm-hmm. we're working with great retailers. you know. Um, one thing I said when I first spoke with Rob is, I don't want to work with every retailer. I only want to work with the good retailers. Right. And then he said, Well, I want to work with people who are open minded to create things. And I said, I love creating things. And that's kind of where he said, Let's talk. And, you know, that's the thing that building LACO, and like you said, that LACO has been much more prevalent in the United States in the last few years, is we've been taking a bit of a guerrilla approach by working closer with people than with retailers. And the retailers that we do partner with, are good doing well and they're good retailers and they really support our product and help it grow. So it's uh it's been a very, very, very great project to do with you, Rob. So thank you. You're welcome.
1: No, but in saying that, I feel like that's one of the things that does differentiate you guys is you're working with people. You're not necessarily focused on sound like all the watches you're, you're focused on making the watches that people want. And that's something that a lot, you don't see a lot with big brands anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody has the same comments about all the same brands and these brands refuse to to listen and make these sorts of watches, but you guys are clearly in tune with what's selling and what people want.
4: We keep a very, very close eye. I, I travel probably about 35 weeks of the year, so I'm at a, a lot of events and mm-hmm. talk to a lot of people. And Sebastian also does about 35 weeks on the road a year. So we are much more closer with who our end customers are and what's going on. Yeah.
5: And also we from, from Larco are also privately owned and family owned. So in this particular way, we, we clo- work close with our customers uh, together and we want to grow organically. So we control pretty much what we produce because the best watches are definitely the watches uh, on the wrist and not like being on the shelf mm-hmm. and like pushing just to get sales so we love to interact with the with the with the customers itself and look what watches fits into this area also yeah and that's the best way to 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 approach
1: most
0: definitely yeah and your presence on even instagram too is is we've noticed you guys actually respond to people and and post a lot and and that's something that in this day and age is is kind of important with brands that they stay active there's a lot of people yeah, it's
4: the, it's the people at LACO mm-hmm. and in LACO USA that we really like to connect with our customers. Yeah. And I think that that's something that makes, you know, we're not a company that just isn't there to be found. We mm-hmm. will do our best to help people find what watch fits them. And if anything else, we're wanting to know, hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of... Uh, you know, we go. Uh, we do a lot of events like Warren and Wound, and um, we every every year we go to any of those type of events. We talk to the same a hundred people who are already customers of Laco, and continue to keep coming back to Laco because of the affordability and quality, um, and the fact that I think it's they feel a connection personally to the company.
1: Yeah. definitely and also i mean in regards to your your social media and something that we've talked about before and i think we we've reposted a couple of your of your posts before because you use well (laughs) but you guys use women with your watches too yes your watches are very unisex and you guys embrace that and that's something that we talk about all the time um that a lot of brands don't do and i feel like that's you know, you're very exclusionary in that aspect if you don't do that. Um, and not just for women, but just for, I mean, men with smaller wrists, you know, who want to be able to know that these watches would look good on a smaller wrist for sure, Um, which is absolutely phenomenal. You guys really, really nail it with your social media, I feel like, lately, for sure
5: even the fact that we are mostly a a men's watch, like 80%, but like we have like out of the stuff, like maybe 12 people, they are women. So maybe that's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's always a good way to to do it uh, on social media, do it Mm -hmm. a different way. And as Chad, our distributor said, like, I think the next, next thing is also to interact closely with the customers on venues, like the Topper event tomorrow. And I think this is what the people appreciate. Mm -hmm. Like OT said also, like that we have close to, because we are most weird people in our friendship uh, and so on. We can talk to people who have the same state of mind, uh, the same enthusiastic than than us. So we are under the same crowd and that's actually a great thing to be.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, just going back to some of the details of the watch, because I want to make sure that we really hit up on uh, what this watch is about, because obviously it can be found through Topper Jewelers. Mm -hmm. Um, So... The, uh, the movement, what kind of movement are we looking at with this watch?
5: It's a Unitas a 6498. Okay, It's and, beautifully and
1: finished, by the way. Like, the Appreciate finishing it. is really well done. I uh, will
5: redirect it to our watchmakers because I'm the happy person to sell it, but yeah. I will give it to our watchmakers. It's
1: very well done. Um, it, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Everything lines up absolutely perfectly. Uh, very clean. I mean, It's what you would want in a manual movement. And I love that you have the exhibition case back, too. Um, absolutely stunning. I like
3: the way they put the, their logo on the barrel.
1: I agree. I was about to say that. I think it's, it's a really nice touch. Um, it's not overwhelming. I uh, again, it just, this whole, the whole thing has a very minimalist but practical feel to it, uh, from start to finish. Um, so limited to 100 pieces, and then what price point are we looking at? Um, it's
3: 1895. Very cool. Um, one thing I want to say, if uh, some of your if your listeners aren't familiar with Topper Editions, about our positioning on the case back, um, we always want like our name to be almost as small as possible. So our name, the Topper Edition part. Um, is in extremely small writing. I on did the have outside to look edge. for it. Good, that's how when we like I first it. Split it ever, because we, because I wanted to see how we, many it was limited. We to really me. want the watch to stand on its own. Um, and you know, the first two watches we did, the Topper Tangente and um, the Bremont, were about our seventy fifth anniversary, and they were sort of like about us and the longevity of our family business. But after that everyone we've done we want the watch to really just be an interesting watch that tells a story
6: yeah and the 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 topper ninja so the seiko koll I don't think yeah, it actually that, yeah. even says topper on it that right, one right? didn't
3: even say topper Doesn't on it at it not? all and the reason we didn't was we we just imagined that a huge percentage of of the the fan base of that watch wouldn't be in the United States and it wouldn't mean anything to them yeah. and we just figured for that watch in that bigger run, it would be better to just put put our name on a certificate that went with it. Yeah. I so know. That's, that's phenomenal we, that you um, guys think about that. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, th- maybe they read their certificate, and not made <laughs> <laughs> but um, but for this it's one, signed love, Rob. But for but but for this but for this one with uh, you know a hundred pieces, you know, it, we're pretty sure most of those are going to end up going to people that are very familiar with us, so that'll make them yeah happy. No, it's it it's tasteful
0: back. for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's absolutely. Great. And are these available exclusively at Topper, right? Or are they on the. Like, I hope
3: so. Exclusively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are definitely the exclusively. <laughs> yes. uh, so, but
1: on your website. So a pre order li-
3: for- link will go up in the middle of the event. Okay. okay. Um, and.
0: Like right there during yeah. the event. Now, like how, how soon do you hope to get these out to February. customers? Okay. Okay.
3: If it's right.
5: Middle
6: February, if right? It's a lot
2: of pressure, guys. got to yeah. be right. Yeah. a lot of, a lot of That's pressure. A lot, a lot of
6: yeah. pressure. Yeah. My birthday is February 14th, so you have a, <laughs> oh, you have a date to aim That's for, birthday. middle February. <laughs> so at, one, at
3: one point in the, in the delivery discussion, we talked about delivering half of them like in one month and half of them in the next month. Yeah. And we, we've had that end up happening before. But we figured it would be better to give everybody the watch at the same time, so okay. that um, when when it straggles, I, I don't. We've 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 had that happen, and it's. Uh, I don't think it's as good an experience than if people get them not if the same day, but within yeah. at least a, you know, three four days of each other. Well,
1: because then you see everybody else posting about it, and, and you're
3: like, where like jealous. where they're where jealous. where is eighty four out of a hundred? Yes. Where is it? They, uh,
4: do, they do the count. Yeah. And they <laughs> post your number.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think also in this instance, if we want the, not only the hands to match the dial, but we want there to be consistency amongst all the watches. No. And we don't yeah. want half of them leaving in December and half of them leaving in February, considering. This is a process that's, mm-hmm. as far as we know, new.
2: <laughs>
3: no, ex- exactly right, Rob. Because the,
5: the, that was the point. We we tried to get like ten watches out before, like like a split delivery. Yeah. But then we couldn't ensure that everybody every every industry is the same. So also from the quality um, um, mm-hmm. security of of our company uh, makes this much easier.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I you think I think people you understand. Believe
5: in it that we will be make it happen to to ship them out in the mid of February. <laughs>
0: you heard it here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sure? This is. I mean, it's this is a phenomenal watch. I mean, I think people are going to be really excited to see it.
1: Again, it's just the little finishes. Like mm-hmm. I sitting uh, beside you and looking at you holding it and mm-hmm. seeing the bevel. Like just that bit of high polish against all the brush, it's really nice because it, it makes it not look as industrial as like most fleegers would be. Uh, it gives that a little bit of a more like formal finish, but it still yeah, stays true to that, what it should be.
3: And we thought about making it all brushed. I'm often a fan of all brushed watches, but considering those indices have that flashing and glinting yeah, of light, we figured something. it needed a little. A little deep side detailing.
1: So, how much do you enjoy designing your own like limited edition watches? I feel like it would be so fun and so stressful all at the same time.
3: It's not like like when we're looking at mock ups and comparing mock ups and looking at elements, it's just sort of, I just try to be present. I don't really think about it that way. Yeah. I just try to, and in in, I have amazing people to bounce ideas off uh, my brother is incredibly helpful and good so it's not like it's just me i yeah. mean the um there i have four or five really close friends that i'm always bouncing mock-ups off um what do you think of this does this work does this color um and really that's you know that that's like how my friendship with eric singer formed it's just um um when we did the the oris topper diver 65 he was just one of my my friends that i was like what what should we do with a second hand where you know where should we move the logo should the should we put swiss made on the minute track like the original or should we deviate from the original like making good choices that are both you know respectful of the source material but also you know sort of good for the current time in the year that they're made um I don't know. I, I, I love it. So I guess I do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I, I do enjoy it. I, I mean, it's it's the best part, the best part of the job, I think.
1: Well, because you get to come up with it yeah. and then all the stress is on yeah. these guys every yeah. year to figure yeah. it out. Yeah,
3: but, you know, it's sort of like we're incredibly lucky that people like them and want to buy them because if they didn't, we would have made them in 2015 and they'd have sat on the shelf and then that would have been that and yeah. we'd have gone back to just being curators but we've just been so lucky to find brands that you know want to help us see our vision and just you know people that you know enjoy buying them or just reading about them and following them or reposting them i mean it, any attention is it's we're just grateful for it
1: very cool Well, so going into 2020 what's your what's the big plan for toppers next year
3: um next year is going to be uh, aside from topper le's Um, next year is going to be really a a year of a lot of travel because the, the years of going to Basel and seeing what's new are over. Um, so we're going to be going to a lot of different watch shows next, um, this year. Um, we added H. Moser, so we'll be probably going to Watches and Wonders for the first time or SIHH. We're going to go to the Grand Seiko Summit, um, in Tokyo now that they're out of Basel. We'll be going to uh, time to move at the end of February to see all of the new uh, Omega collections, uh, and then we will be going to Basel to see our three remaining brands that are still there. <laughs> but um, but I think that I I think that collaboration will be a big part of 2020. We've been we're working on several projects, um, some with new cool. some with new partners. Some with existing partners, and I think that we're just incredibly lucky that brands that we don't have, you know, a, a business history with like Lacco are, are now starting to approach us yeah. and wanting to make things. So we're just hopefully we'll have a great 2020.
1: Very cool. And what about for Lacco? What do we uh, What are we expecting from LACO next year?
4: I think uh, next year is going to be uh, we're going to. Continue on to do what we've been doing. Um, I'd like to have about three new limited editions going to be throughout the year coming out. Um, Working really with strong retail partners and basically honing in on what we've been doing really well. Uh, We just released this year the new GMT, which will be shipping in hopefully this month in December, but I'm thinking that the first ones in the US will be in January of 2020. And uh, there's a few other new little projects, really, that we're going to be getting going. As
5: you said, Chad, so we are continuing to doing what we did already. And we have like Basel next year as well as a show. I think like special collaborations are definitely also a topic for, for the next year and um, yeah and creating brand awareness I think like because we hadn't said it before like Larko was by the end of the 50s Western Germany's biggest watch company wow. but like the, the quartz crisis also hit us also in, in, in for time and by the end of 2000 we redeveloped the brand again like the, whole, the, the old big name because we are doing also um, a lot of OEM business for other brands so that was actually the goal to, to, to focus on Larko again and create brand awareness i think that will be the goal and do special collaborations shows we and be have, present
4: we only have uh five more years to our 100 year anniversary oh, wow. yeah. okay. um we're working also I, on a special collector's
5: s- box so yes, till the
4: 100th anniversary we're going to be uh, having came. one watch for the next five years f- to celebrate the 100th year anniversary of Laco. okay um starting with 95 watches next year Right. Very
1: cool. That's so, really cool. That's, yeah. yeah, I think that builds a And also, the
5: color blue will be involved in this project. It's a
4: beautiful watch. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the same blue. No, no definitely not.
1: <laughs> Rob's like no, I own this there's blue. There's
4: no, <laughs> blue. no, <laughs> no blue like, steel. No blue steel. <laughs> no blue, steel. Yeah.
1: No blue steel Zoolander has to be left out yeah. of this one. But I think that's a, if anybody else has anything else they want to add. No, or, but
4: thank you guys for having no, us. No, thank you
1: guys. This has been great. So um, I guess let's talk about social media, websites, all of that stuff. Make sure you guys get all of your stuff out there. Um, so obviously you have uh, OT with Watch the Bay meetups, correct? All right, I can't remember all the Instagram handles on top of my and head. And across
0: time zones podcast.
1: And across time zone podcast. Yes, yeah,
6: stay tuned for that. Stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned. We hear that. Season two coming soon. Season two. <laughs> all right, and then
4: uh, laco laco Watches on Instagram. Yep. Um, and watches. Watches.com, or Lacko- Watches. watches.com Yeah, LacoWatches.com. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like this is something we should not get <laughs> Well, No, 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 no. In Germany, it's no, it's have, just oh, Laco.de.
5: Watches.com.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. All
5: right.
1: And then for Topper.
3: Uh, TopperJillers.com. Yeah. And for Instagram, TopperJillers. Very, simple. Very
1: easy. Uh we're a little bit more high maintenance, so make sure you guys are following us at uh on Facebook and Instagram at ten and two media website tenandtwo.com. Uh we'll have all the pictures, all the notes, all the highlights from this event. We'll do our article and our recap. At some point, maybe we'll get some sleep, but I don't think so.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> so we look forward to it. And we want to say sincerely from the bottom of our hearts, thank you guys for having us out here. Yeah. We're very thank excited. Thank you guys for coming. I'm uh, yeah. very excited yeah. to have you met much. you guys uh, yeah. and, and gotten to know Lacka yeah, a little since bit Since we more. first
3: saw your Instagram profiles, um, my brother and I have thought you, you guys were, were going to be stars because you. You, you <laughs> look, because you look distinct and different with incredible positive energy and, you know, you're truly unique with a point of view and we need more distinct points of view I think in the collector community so your stars are only going to rise
0: oh thank you Rob so you guys sweet. yeah you guys have been supporters yeah, from us from the beginning exactly
1: and, and we really appreciate all yeah. the support from you guys oh, thank you yeah.
3: well, well deserved right. thank you all and right. I think
1: that's it I think we're going to meet up again tomorrow for this event yeah and, uh, very exciting so exciting can't wait for people all to the see all the watch. stories everything it was, it's worth the hype that's for sure for sure I'm actually kind of glad you waited I, I'm very impatient though so I don't like that <laughs> yeah. but I do like it was good yeah it was good, good. but uh yeah I All think right, from right. Uh, from Game, California we're not go. gonna there yeah
3: go. if you Birmingham. forget just look down at the watch
2: <laughs>
1: exactly
3: <laughs> that has I have
1: alright let's
0: say goodbye before Callan's voice is just I about to I go can't. out alright bye <laughs> y'all bye right everyone
2: bye bye y'all bye